The scripture says, I know what I have in store for you, plans for peace, not destruction. If you seek me, I will let you find me. If you seek me with all your heart, I will let you find me. Aloha. From the sandy beaches of Hawaii comes a wave of God's love and the challenge to go deeper. Paddle out with us and experience the thrills of the radical plan God has for your life. It's Deep Adventure Radio with your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. Aloha and welcome to Deep Adventure Radio. This is the show where we challenge people to go deeper with God, whether you know God or not, whether you've ever had a personal encounter with Him, or whether you pray regularly with Jesus and and, uh, seek each day to go deeper with Him. We're here to challenge you to abandon yourself to the wild adventure of God's will. You know, in Hawaii... um, you don't go on road trips like you do on the mainland. In Hawaii, you get in the car, and if you're lucky, you can draw, you can on Oahu, you can travel maybe 30 miles. But, you know, now I have a home in Cocoa Beach, Florida, too, and I just love getting in my car because I can get on a road trip and just travel. And I remember in my youth, my parents used to drive from Santa Cruz, California, up to North Dakota, Minnesota, where they were both from. And we'd follow the Route 66, and I used to take my kids up. I had built a cabin up in Montana, and we used to follow a, a path over the coastal mountains from L.A. all the way up to uh, four miles from Canada, up next to Glacier Park, uh, to our cabin. And one of the things I know about roads, especially uh, these roads that are out in the, the west, is most roads started really almost like a bunny trail. Uh, uh, they start as a as an animal trail where, where the rabbits and then maybe the deer would follow their way along a stream or or a path, and uh, then people began to walk along those trails and make them into footpaths and then in time, maybe they became roads that uh, that horses and wagons could travel on in time they became paved that 's a lot about how route sixty six was developed. It just followed the trail that had uh, that had been there leading from town to town and then it became a paved highway and then a uh, interstate freeway well there's something about the fact that god is calling us to follow the ancient path you know in rome they what united the, the western world was was paths was roads the great roman roads uh, and it's to a great extent why the gospel was able to be spread so rapidly because people could get from place to place and along those roads, uh, over there in, in Asia Minor, there were these stones called soterial stones. They really, what they meant is salvation. And people would place these stones along the highway and kind of pray there, uh, asking for a special uh, salvation, spe- uh, praying for special needs, in a sense, to their gods. And those were called soterial stones. But, you know, we know that Jesus is the rock of our salvation. He is, he is our soterial stone. He is our salvation. But, on, but you know, we're not just you know, suddenly having an encounter with Jesus and then that's all there is until we die and then we see him in heaven. You know and you sense that you are on a journey. And the journey, and the journey is a challenge towards intimacy with God. And, you know, if you look at the, 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 the paths that Paul took in his walks, they weren't just like nice little roads. You know, I'm in Florida, and it's really shocking because I was, I was parking the car once, and someone said, hey, why do you put the parking brake on? And I'm like, what? And they go, well, you know, why do you need to put the parking brake on? It's not going to roll anywhere. And in Florida, I drove all the way from Cocoa Beach, Florida, down to Ave Maria University, and I think the greatest elevation I gain I had was maybe 30 feet, where normally I'm used to going up and down mountains and everything else when you live in the West. So the paths that 
that Paul walked on were not like these nice uh, flat roads like uh, in Florida. They were, they were winding steep trails over mountains and places that he went to visit and to share the gospel. And you know, some of it was walking through the desert, some of it was along lakes. We're on a journey, and the journey takes us uh, sometimes even into what we feels like a dead end. Uh, sometimes we feel like we, you know, if you want to go on a beautiful walk to uh, to the ocean, you might have to go over steep mountains. We we life is full of challenges. The key is, though, are we on the right path? Are we following the ancient path? I remember when I wrote my first book, Deep in the Way of a Surfing Guide to the Soul. I was at the Benedictine Monastery on the north shore of Oahu, and I was seeking God's will for this book and beginning to to uh, sift through what the Lord was leading me to. And it was clear as day that the Lord spoke to me saying, follow the ancient path. I sensed that deep in my heart. And uh, I remember uh, I went on a retreat a few months later uh, here in Florida. And uh, on this retreat, retreat at the Holy Name of Jesus Catholic Church, it's one of those Christ Renews His Parish uh, retreats, um, they give you letters at the end of your stay. And I remember I got this, this bundle of letters from people I didn't even know. And I go off uh, into the field, and I ran, actually, to get away from everyone because for some reason I was just felt like something was just grabbing my throat. I felt I was going to cry. And I ran over there, sat under a tree, and here was this beautiful uh, – the first thing that I opened up was a little, was a little card, and it said, follow um, – it said, he will make our path straight. And it just showed this road uh, going – this old path going through the woods and, um, and uh, going into a beautiful meadow. Well, you know, we are on a path. We are on a journey. And our key is to follow the ancient path, to follow the ancient teachings of the church, to be faithful to the magisterium, to be able to, to uh, read uh, the writings uh, in Scripture, to read the writings of the early church fathers, to read the Catholic catechism, is following the ancient path. And we walk along that path, along those soterial stones, uh, the, the, the rocks of salvation that lead us deeper and deeper into conversion. And, you know, there's this beautiful scripture verse in Song of Solomon where it says, who is this my beloved walking out of the desert with the columns of smoke behind her, being carried on the bed of Solomon and, and, and valiant men, uh, 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 men of valor, all expert with a sword uh, walking beside her. That is what we want to be in Christ. We want to have come out of the desert, have that columns of smoke where God has burned away the dross in our lives and where we have seen uh, the sword of the Holy Spirit pierce us and so that we too might become expert in wielding the sword uh, in freeing others and sharing with them the, the gospel. Jesus is saying, I am the... I, I am the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. But we must seek him along that ancient path. Follow the path of the, of the writings of the contemplative saints. Read the Catholic Catechism. I read one page every day uh, in a contemplative one. And, and so uh, go deep with the Lord. Follow the ancient path. We're going to be right back with more Deep Adventure Radio. I'm your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. I'm Al Cresta, and I'm listening to Deep Adventure Radio with Bear Wozniak. Deep Adventure Radio has challenged you to accept the wild adventure of God's will. Now, go even deeper with Bear's best-selling book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul. In story after story, Bear takes us along as he paddles deep, surfing alongside whales and dolphins and avoiding killer sharks. Bear shares his experiences of the ocean in an intimate and exciting way. We share in his pain, healing through God, and the joy of finding that deep, intimate relationship with Him. As the story unfolds, you'll see how surfing has become the metaphor for the journey toward intimacy with God. Deep in the Wave, a surfing guide to the soul, 
hope will stir your own desire to go deeper into your faith. Order it today at deepadventure.com for your own faith journey or for someone who needs to go deeper. Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul by Bear Wozniak. Available at deepadventure.com. Back to Deep Adventure Radio with Bear Wozniak, suffering in paradise for you. Aloha and welcome to Deep Adventure Radio. I'm your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. And today we have uh, as our co-adventure guide a woman on a man's radio show. Actually, we know that our radio show is actually more women listen to our show than men, even though we try to be gritty enough and reach out to to men to challenge them to go deeper with God and to uh, strive to go uh, uh, – deeper into the image of Christ to become more masculine, not less masculine, more more strong and more uh, in, in the image of God. But we have Rose Ray w- with us. And, you know, here's the thing that's interesting. When I pray uh, for intercession, when I want to go into battle, I grab my rosary. And the first thing, I mean, I pray to Jesus. I can pray to the God, the Father, the Holy Spirit, of course. But in what's time for me to go into battle, I, I ask for a woman's help. I go right to uh, Mary uh, with my rosary because she is a valiant warrior. Um, she's the first person, you know, so, so it's very appropriate for us uh, to talk uh, about uh, this battle that we're facing in the world um, and, and this new evangelization. Some people call it the new evangelization. It's really appropriate for us to ask uh, for a woman to join us in the fray. And so we have a woman with us today. She finally con- she confessed to me that uh, for some strange reason that we'll get into, uh, she has shaved her her head. It wasn't for spiritual reasons. Uh, it wasn't for having solidarity with someone that was having cancer. But for some strange reason, she shaved her head a few days ago. And uh, I told her we'd probably spend the whole show talking just about that because we want to figure out what that's about. But actually, she is the editor of a great magazine for men called Valiant. And so, Rose Ray, welcome to Deep Adventure Radio. Thank you so much. Such a treat to be speaking with you, Bear. Well, I know it is. And do you know why? Why? Because I was born in North Dakota. What? Yes. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> and, and you were born in North Dakota, right? Yes. Okay, where were you born in North Dakota? A little town called Park River. It's, only, it's like 30 miles south of Canada. So we're pretty darn close. Okay, so, so where, where uh, east or west? What part of North Dakota? East. Super east. Super, super east. Okay, so uh, I was born in a little town. Uh, by the way, if anybody, what is the name of this town you just mentioned? Park River. Okay, if anybody's ever heard of that town, uh, you, please uh, go to our website and tell us. You know, contact us by email. And I was born in a little town called Powers Lake, North Dakota. Seriously? Yeah, I was. Uh, but I'm kind of like, I kind of like Father Mitch Paqua. You know, he was born in Chicago, but he says he got to Texas just as fast as he could. Uh. And uh, I was born in the Dakotas, but I got to uh, Hawaii just as fast as I could. But no, I mean uh, the the Dakotas, magical. Magical place. I mean, just I remember There's, being a surfer, watching the waves of grain. Literally, they look like waves when the wind blows through them. 
That's what I was going to say. There's something so just magical and, and spiritual and serene when you see just all the fields in the summer and the fall and the gold wheat fields. It's really beautiful. And the, the winters are like winter wonderlands. So we, I loved growing up there. It's a wonderful place. I remember uh, Midnight Mass. Cause we, I lived there when I was a little kid up till I, I think I was maybe four. Then we moved to California. Then we moved back to North Dakota for a couple of years. And so I can remember going to Midnight Mass with a full moon and a freshly fallen snow and walking oh. like three or four blocks to the church from our house. And it, it was just a magical moment, you know. And I remember hunting with my dad. I would, you know, trudge around with him while he would be deer hunting or, uh, you know, pheasant hunting and things like that. It just And so we want to give a shout-out to North Dakota today. Aloha, North Woo-hoo. Dakota. Yeah, you, you describe North Dakota perfectly. The hunting and the, you know, the, the weather. And, yeah, it's very – it's a wonderful place. Great people there. And it's a boom town these days, isn't it? Yeah, my brother actually works in the oil field, so it's it's crazy. So I'm so happy for them to get um, all that um, extra growth for the economy there. So, um, but you know, hopefully, hopefully everything's in check as well because we definitely don't want to ruin the environment. So I think they're working together over there to be careful. You know, we have uh, we hear about South Dakota and the, the Black Hills, and you know, I'm a Harley rider riding there into Sturgis and. All the, uh, all those great places, but you know, North Dakota has the Badlands on the west side, and uh, I mean, it's just. And, and I remember going to the Mandan Indian Village down there in uh, by Bismarck, right? Yeah, wow. And I, I remember going in there, and they didn't change their clock; like they were always on regular time, even though everyone around them would change to daylight savings time, so no one knew what time it was at the Mandan Indian Village. So. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'll tell you something else <laughs> kind of cool. My book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul, right? It was a bestseller. And my yes. my editor, Lou Aronica, who's a brilliant editor, you know, he taught me so much. He was Louis L'Amour's last editor, the great Western novelist from North Dakota. So, so wow. hey. So, North Who Dakota. Knew we had so many connections. Shout out to <laughs> North Dakota on this show today. Aloha, North Dakota. <laughs> So, hey, you know, uh, Rose, uh, the real, only reason we really want to talk to you today is what was this thing about you shaving all your, uh, your long, beautiful hair? What was, I'm sure your, your, your husband, who's a Navy SEAL, men love long hair. What, was, what, what, what happened? What, what inspired you to do this? That's so funny you say that because that's part of the reason. So I've had really long, really pretty, pretty hair my whole life, and that's very true. My husband loves long hair. I'm a very girly girl. You know, I'll go and play sports, but I definitely like to look pretty and love having, you know, my long hair and wearing my feminine clothes. And my uh, sweet, sweet little three-year-old, um, I've had some school-aged children, um, came home with the magical lice in her hair, which we've never had. And um, I've heard from multiple friends, it's the worst thing. You know, you go through weeks of washing things, checking hair every night, et cetera, et cetera. And I just said, Lord, I can't do this. I, my life is so busy right now. I've got to take care of my family. I can't be doing taking on these extra hours of, of work with this hair and wondering, you know, if it's going to be gone. So I said, nope, we're doing this as a family. We're all shaving our heads. And my husband looked at me and he's like, are you crazy? <laughs> I said, honey, is it okay? I'm only going to do it if you say it's okay. I know you love my long hair. And, you know, I just... I, I, I want to look good. I, I get that. But I also feel that, you know, I'm defined not by my clothes, my hair, my makeup. I'm defined by who I am and as a child of God and, and what God thinks of me. And if God approves of me the way I am, you know, it was such a 
peaceful feeling. I'm like, yeah, I feel like we need to do this. So sure enough, our whole family, my husband, we all buzzed our hair. Uh, it was just where, the other where, week. where did you buzz it? Did you do it at your house or did you go someplace? Yeah, we did it. No, we did our house, all of us, one by one, the four kids, my husband and I, and he's like, you're crazy. Are you sure? I said, absolutely. And, uh, and it was almost like a Britney Spears moment, but in a, a peaceful, holy way. <laughs> I wasn't going crazy. So, I was kind of like, Lord, let's just be done. You know, Satan has all the kinds of different ways he tries to bring stress into our life and, you know, get us off what we're working on, our goal. And, and we're trying to reach, you know, so many men right now with Valiant, the magazine. And we're, we're doing so much great media out there and reaching so many people. And, you know, the kids are, we're busy with school. My husband's got a lot on his plate. And I'm like, nope, you are not, you're not infiltrating me right now. Say, let's do this. And, and it was, it was so peaceful. I can tell you it's one of the most physically liberating things I've ever done, having long hair almost my whole life. And, um, and I honestly feel very beautiful. I, I mean, I'm definitely wearing cute hats now, and I'm going to probably wear a veil to church, you know, to be very um, uh, respectful. But I feel so beautiful. So it's been a fun experience. <laughs> so, yeah, because when you have lice, it's like your family has the bubonic plague. I mean, people oh, yeah. look at you weird in the supermarket and, oh, that's the family <laughs> that has lice, you know. So so you just did them one better, right? And now they're all wondering, oh, yeah. did, they, did they join some cult or what? happened. Well, so, everyone's going to think we have cancer, but actually my daughter and I, she's so young, you know, so we're all wearing cute hats. And, and it was just a really family strengthening thing. And I'm not telling everyone to go out and do this, but I'm just saying like, sometimes you have a moment in life where you can kind of just say, let's do this or let's not. And I really felt okay with saying, we're going to do this as a family and not, not have any added stress in our life and know that this is gone and we don't have to worry about it. And let's say, you know, cause I'm pretty sure it's probably from the school or some other place or, you know, you never know movie theater who knows where they got it but now they can't we can't get it again right now because our hair is too short so it's really it's, it's a great feeling so we can end our show right there everybody out there we uh we're at, we we believe the holy spirit's leading you to go shave all your shave your hair off of you your husband and your children no but the first thing did you guys go right out to baskin robbins or something to show off the the new dues or did you i mean did you did you like or did, did you kind of let it sneak up on people yeah, we're definitely letting it sneak up on people. And I'm, again, with wearing hats, even my neighbor was like, you look so pretty today. And I was like, if you only knew what's under this hat. <laughs> so it's been a lot of fun. But there is something to that. You know, there's, um, there is, that was a radical commitment. And it says you're, you're, you're like, I guess in a way, like taking no prisoners. You're saying we're not going to mess with this. We're just going to take care of it. It is kind of an attitude that, that helps in our own spiritual walk. If we, if we just have this attitude of, of um, you know, no compromise and and full and really, it's a, like full commitment. The the other day, uh, Rose, I was out surfing. It was a not a great day, but it was a you know overhead surf type day. And I was paddling, doing stand up paddle, which is super challenging. It takes a lot of balance and core strength to stand up paddle into a wave uh, on a surfboard. You know, you're standing up with a long paddle, and I was paddling in. I could just see I was going to try to what they call come in kind of from the back door on this wave because it was hollowing out. And I wanted to go right, and I'm paddling as hard as I can to get into that wave. And and as I started to enter into it, I could see the wall. It hit a sandbar and it just walled up and was going to close out uh, if I went right. So I had to, with dexterity but power, had to turn my board back to the left where it was bowling and hollower and more radical. And I heard myself screaming, believe. 
I was telling my toenails, my my hips, my rotator cup, my soul to believe in this drop. And and I knew as I dropped, there was there was a really good chance that I was going to pearl, which means your board, uh, the point of the board goes underwater, and then you have the most glorious possible wipeout where you get uh, kind of. Um, you do flips and, and get sucked over the falls and thrown over it again. But I just screamed out the, the words believe. And that I, 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 as I was paddling, my nose was almost touching the front of the board. I was leaning so hard into the wave. And then as soon as I dropped, I had to step on the tail and look to my left. And, and I just yelled believe and, and, we, and I made the wave. And I, and, 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 and I think – and guess what? It was radical and it was awesome. Guess what, everybody? Right now, you may have an unexpected event in your life like, um, like Rose did. Or you may be going a certain direction in your life that you're just sure is the way you're supposed to go. But all of a sudden, you're getting a gut check right now that's saying, no, you assume too much. And this direction that you thought you were going to go is just going to flatten out, not going to have any power of the Holy Spirit behind it, and you're going to wipe out. And you need to make a change of course right now. And that's what Rose did when she, she felt the best possible way for her to get rid of this, this problem with lice was to shave everybody's hair off and start fresh. And right now in your life, there may be people you're involved with. There may be work that you're doing. There may be directions that you're going, that you're getting yellow lights. You're getting red lights. You're getting flashing lights from the Holy Spirit. And yet you're still been bullheaded and you're going. Turn. Turn the other direction, make a full commitment like Rose did and like I did when I dropped into that wave, and go another direction. Because that's where the adventure begins. The adventure begins when you radically commit uh, to, to God's will. The most radical thing you can do in life is to abandon yourself to his adventure. And believe me, everybody, he has got an adventure for you. And isn't that kind of the essence of your magazine, Valiant? What, what, is, the, what is the creed you have in Valiant? God is my rock, I am a warrior. Can you repeat that for us? Sure. It says, God is my rock. I'm a warrior. I'm a peacemaker. I am strong. I'm brave. I suffer. I sacrifice. I press on. I fail. I succeed. I will not quit. I am every man. I am valiant. And then we have the verse at the bottom that says, And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. And so, everybody, you- this, is, this is Rose's magazine that she's developed for men. So what does that mean to you? What do those statements mean to you? Well, it's you couldn't have said it more perfectly when you're describing this radical decision because it's so true. In life, we want to control things. We want to set our plan, and we want to, you know, do A, B, C, and D. And then things happen, and they throw us off our groove, and, you know, we can get really uptight and really stressed about it or anxious. Anxious comes to a lot of the word to me for a lot of people. You know, what, what what's going to happen? Worry, worry, and that's not from God. You know, God's the one who wants to give us peace, and sometimes he is asking us to get on of the water, to shave our head, to turn that way on the waves. And yeah, is it terrifying? Absolutely. You know, it, it means you have to let go of yourself. But as you know, and what, as I learn in life and through different decisions, every single time I've put my wants aside and chosen God's wants, it's always been better. Not one time in my life have I said, oh, I shouldn't have done what God wanted. I should have done what I wanted every single time, and he's going to one-up us. So, and, and men are just such leaders in society, in the family, in relationships, that when they become radical, when they take that step out, when they don't know, you know, but they, if they, you know, they can't see it, but they know God's calling them to do that in their heart, 
it changes everything. They literally change everything. So that's why we're doing Valiant because I've published a magazine, Radiant, for the women. We've done it for about four years now, and it has been such a jewel to us and to women that we reach out to all over the world, our subscribers are. And then I got a lot of emails there. They've been, they've been saying, wait, what about the guys? Like, what about my son? I love Radiant. There's nothing like this for them. What about my boyfriend? What about my husband? And I just kind of said, well, there's a lot of great online sources, great books, but there was no kind of publication to hook them, like men's health and the maxims of the world, but in a holy way. So that was definitely um, one of the instigators for Valiant. It's so cool. I mean, this is a man's magazine. You really get men. I mean, this is definitely, but my question is how, how can, I know you publish once a year and we got to do something about that, but I know you publish once a year. How can they get copies now? Yes. So the new issue of Valiant, the premier one just came out and they can get it at be-valiant.net. So we want you to be valiant, be-valiant.net. I mean, I can see people buying, you know, like 50, 60, 100 of these to hand out at their men's uh, their men's conferences and things like that. Do, do, can, do you do any bulk sales? Yeah, great question. We have a ton of that. A ton of men's groups, men's retreats have been going nuts. Uh, you know, even just like youth groups. Give me 20 issues. We've got a ton of churches who order. We definitely do bulk rates. Absolutely. Yeah, we, a lot more discounted we, for, for the people that well, like to well, use Just give that. us a sense. If someone wants to order, go in there and order 10 of them, what would their – just give us people an idea what it what it costs to get this magazine. Yep. So uh, to get this special yearly issue, it's almost like a coffee table edition when you when you see yeah, it. It's, it's a very qual- hard. It's a bound. quality graphics and, and, yeah, it's a beautiful magazine. Yep, so that's $10, but when you uh, start be- getting 10 be- or more, that's less expensive. then it drops. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Then it, then it drops down to 7 and then if you go higher even than that, then we do uh, down to 6 in bulk okay. order. So, yeah, you get 30 40% off, so okay. we really discount it for groups. We're talking with Rose Ray from Valiant Magazine. This is Bear Watson with Deep Adventure Radio. We'll be right back. Deep Adventure Radio, going deeper into the heart of God. On the next Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. We'll keep you closely connected to the faith with the latest from Rome, the front lines of the pro-life movement, and we'll also take a look at other crucial issues facing you and your family in our one holy Catholic and apostolic church. Catholic Connection, weekday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern on EWTN Radio. I'm Brian Patrick, and here at EWTN News Nightly, we're very much aware our world is changing rapidly. The news can be so troubling, but it helps to get it in the context of Catholic teaching. That's why I encourage you to watch EWTN News Nightly and to subscribe to the print edition of the National Catholic Register. Always faithful, in-depth coverage of crucial issues like religious freedom, the sanctity of all human life, traditional marriage, and Pope Francis, his travels, his powerful homilies, and great features like one of my favorites on St. Joseph, provider and protector. Subscribe to the print edition of the National Catholic Register and watch EWTN News Nightly, the perfect combination for faithful Catholics who want the news, who want the truth. For a free three-issue trial of the National Catholic Register, Go to EWTN.com and click on the banner for the register or call 800-421-3230 for your three free issues. Deep Virtue with Bear Wozniak. Aloha, this is Bear Wozniak. You can find me at deepadventure.com. The other night I woke up from just this incredible dream. I was surfing my way down the face of a glassy, perfect wave. 
It wasn't 20 feet. It wasn't 40 feet. It wasn't 50 feet. I can't even tell you how big this wave was, but I was very well aware in my dream that I was surfing a wave in heaven. We need to remind ourselves of the splendor and the wonder and the amazing future that we have awaiting us in heaven. Thomas Aquinas, who I just love his mind, wrote so many words I'll probably never be able to read them all, and if I did, I could probably never comprehend them all. He had the experience of being taken up in a vision or maybe in his spirit to heaven. And when he returned, he stopped writing. He said everything he had written up to that was just straw. Thomas Aquinas never wrote again. He was so struck by the awesomeness of the beatific vision of God and of heaven. God created you. He created me. He created mankind to have relationship with him. He sent his only begotten son to redeem us. He became man so that we could become like him and even partake in his divinity and enjoy the trinity of love. Do you think that God just created us to live in this world and then go to heaven and then just cool our jets up there and play harps? God has a great plan for you. We're going to be living on into eternity. God has a beautiful plan for you, not just here on this earth, but in heaven. We can look forward. I don't even know to what plans God has for you or God has for me, but it's going to be awesome, and we're going to be doing it and living it in his presence. We're going to ride the waves of his glory. Until next time, this is Bear Wozniak. Aloha. Deep Virtue with Bear Wozniak. Find out more at deepadventure.com. International Deep Adventure Radio. Aloha and welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. I'm your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak, and we have with us today Rose Ray, which I love her name because it almost uh, rhymes with rosary. And I think anyone who knows me knows how much I value um, uh, my rosary. Um, the one, by the way, I got the, the warrior rosary that Tom Sullivan created. It just makes me feel like I'm going into battle when I carry that rosary with me. And we have that on our website now, deepadventure.com. But, you know, Rose is known for this magazine for women called Radiant. Uh, and she is. Uh, but you know what? She they, they began to challenge her to do something for men. And this, this, this is the most exciting magazine I've seen, I think, in the Catholic world. I love this magazine. And it's called Valiant. And um, can, you, can you tell us again the, the, uh, the thesis? I, I just love this slogan. I want people to get this embedded in their head. Uh, God is my rock. I, I am a warrior. I am a peacemaker. I am strong. I am brave. I suffer. I sacrifice. I press on. I fail. I succeed. I will not quit. I am every man. I am valiant. That is a per... Where did you get that quote? It was totally the Holy Spirit. I was really praying about um, how to catch a man's attention. Because, again, I'm not a man. I don't think like a man. I had a wonderful man who helped inspire the issue, my husband, who's a man's man like you, Bear. So, uh, and I thought, okay, we have to catch his attention. They don't want to hear foofy stuff. Like, guys are like, let's get it done, you know? So I just prayed. I was like, Lord, what do you want to say to them? And that was totally the Holy Spirit who gave me those words. And it was born from on the battlefield. And, on, you know, my husband's fighting a physical battle, being a soldier. And the 
men like you and the priests out there and the other, you know, people out there fighting for Christ or fighting these spiritual battles that I thought, how can we reach? Because every man has that inside of him. They're a warrior and they're a peacemaker. So how do we merge that together? And it, it starts kind of saying, I'm this and I'm that. And then as you look at the page, you know, people will see when they get the issue, it starts to merge into one because every man is valiant and they need to find it inside themselves to step up and fight for what's right because so many of us are depending on that. Everyone, you know, um, every man I think wants to be a hero. I mean, you look at the the computer games that are played, and the comic books, and the TV, and the and the you know the big blockbuster films. It's about being a hero, but we've lost sight of what a, a hero is. A real hero you've captured here is someone who is is a um, who who is a servant, a servant leader, someone who leads by yeah. example, not someone who just preaches, but someone who who lives the valiant life. And you know. Uh, Pope John Paul II, when he met with the youth, I think out in Brazil, he said one word. He said, coraggio, courage. And then you have a, a quote here from Pope Francis, uh, be brave. You know, and that being being a Catholic or being a Christian, you know, people get this image of Jesus. If he was here today walking on the earth, he'd be going into Starbucks and ordering a latte. And just right, it can't be too hot or too cold, and the be- and the coffee beans have to be ground just right. And then he'd be leading a poetry meeting and, and and reading his newest poetry. Why can't we just all get along? You know that that's who we think Jesus is. But no, Jesus is valiant. And if you look, you know, he died on the cross for us. And if you look at the early apostles, like Saint Paul, man, he walked all over, all over. That whole Fertile Crescent area, he was in shape, and so was Timothy, you know, his assistant. And all those uh, early martyrs of the church, the, you know, Christianity is for renegades. It's not for wimps. Yep, You have to totally. be willing to – so, yeah, talk to me about that. Well, and my husband, you're saying that exactly right. And my husband, you know, being this, you know, tough guy, soldier that he is, he, he loves when he talks about Jesus. And he, he's told some young guys this before, too. He's like, are you kidding me? Jesus was a carpenter. Do you know what it was like to be a carpenter back then? His arms would have been so strong. His hands would have been so rough from, like, forming all that amazing, you know, woodworking things with his father, you know, with earthly father, Joseph. And just to get that. Uh, image in your mind, like you said, take away the foofy, you know, light, I love everyone, peaceful. And he came to bring peace, yes, but he also came to stand up with the justice, what was right. And, uh, And he was, he was just such a tough man. And that's what, it was enough for us to say, oh, all this soft, we'll talk about our feelings. There's a time and a place and prayer, we need prayer, but we need action too. And that's why we really felt called to create value for the men, and we picked out um, this verse to describe the magazine. We picked out Micah 6.8 that says, Act justly, love mercy, walk humbly. And then we added, Be what you were created for, as our tagline to that, because God is calling these men to do what, what He created them to do. They just have to be brave enough to take the step and find out what that is and then do it. You know what I, you know what I really dig, though, is that it took a woman to do this. <laughs> you know, like I'm mad because I, I, why did I get to do this, God? This is just amazing. I mean, this, this is magazine gives me goosebumps and it, it, it energizes me. And, and, and I think men, the thing is, is I don't think it's uh, just a mistake that it was a woman that was called to do this. I mean, a lot of times I think you and you know, as well as I do that the only reason we're called to do this stuff is because, you know, n- no one else would do it. <laughs> you know, there's a lot more right. talented people out there. That's a message for everyone out there that is feeling like maybe they should start a men's group or something and, uh, or, or, or get involved in ministry. Yeah, just do it. 
But um, that, that's, another, that's another thing. But this magazine, men have been so marginalized by our society, and women have been taking cracks at men now for 40 years. And we deserve it. Uh, because during the sexual revolution, uh, when women said, I, I, I woman, hear me roar, men said, then yep. go, women, men just stepped back and said, you want to do it, you do it, you know, and we've just become, Absolutely. we've just become, uh, wimps, you know, we've just decided we'll step on the, sit on the sideline and, you know, all the, all the, the whole media, our whole culture is that men are just buffoons. So for a woman, uh, to be speaking to men saying, we need you, we want this masculine, we want this masculinity again in our culture. I think it's it's really a power because it's just a man. If it's men saying it, that's good. But to hear the women calling to the men and saying, "Yes, we this is we affirm you. We want this," you know. So um, it, it's almost like the woman who reached out to Jesus' garment and was healed, uh, you know, because she reached out with him in faith. Um, when we affirm someone. You can bring out the best of them, and a woman does that for a man. You think about the wild, wild west was settled by women. It wasn't settled down until women showed up and brought the best out in their men. And so you're calling women, calling men to this sort of valiance, I think is really key in the fact that you're doing this magazine. There's one quote here. I forget where it came from. Oh, I know. It's GK, right? The, the, the well, Christian, what's the quote? I'll well, you know, you. I love GK Chesterton. The Christian ideal was, has not been tried and found wanting. It has been found difficult and left untried. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Let me see who it's from. Uh, yep, Chesterton, yep. I, I, yeah, so t- tell us, what, what, why did you put that there? What does that mean? Well, that one was from the organization Those Catholic Men, who's another great organization. So we just wanted to kind of promote them and the issue. So they chose that quote. So um, that's one of the things that they stand behind. But it was so funny when you said how the men have been marginalized, and, and media love to exemplify these men that kind of, you know, are willing to go in halfway and not willing to give their all. And and then as a woman, I see, to answer what you were saying, uh, two things. As a, uh, You see men, a man should step up for a man, but they completely change and step up so much more to help a woman. And I don't know what it is, but it's a beautiful thing. Oh. You have, I don't know if it's respect for a woman or what it is, but so that's definitely could have been one of the reasons God called me to do this as a woman, to say, men, you know, like, please just show us, you know, live out your calling like we need you. And the other reason was uh, seeing these men that are glorified, you know, the, the Scott Disicks and the cheaters of out there, you know, in the secular media that make it seem like all men do this. It's okay. Girls, we have to pose for porn and, and send our uh, boyfriend's pictures of ourselves because if we don't, they're going to look at it somewhere else when it's like, no, they're not. There are great men out there, a lot of holy Christian men, but they're living these great sacrificial quiet lives, working hard for their families, and that's one of the things I felt called to do with Valley to say, hey, I'm going to take this friend's husband who's, you know, working his butt off for his family and who's going to climb this mountain because he also feels called to live out this adventurous life when he can, but but first and foremost is Jesus and his family. And all these other men through the issue are a lot of them you've never heard before because they're in the military working so hard. They're not telling the whole world about their special interior lives, that actually Jesus has helped them along the way. And I thought, I need to share the word like these guys need to see they're not alone because they're out there they're growing up in high school and college they're finding their way and they're not seeing these tough talked about guys because all the other wimpy guys are so much louder so that's why when you see this issue bear which i know you were so excited about 
these are the, the common man, you know, this Naval Academy grad who's now flying super stallion helos. How cool is that? You meet the guy and he's going to be like, I'm just doing my job. You know, he's so humble. So for me to pull it out of him and say, listen, you need to tell your story. This is so inspirational. When he wrote his story and how God helped him along the way, every step of the way, it was therapeutic for him. And I mean, he's going to touch so many lives of these high school guys that just don't know if they're brave enough to take the step. Well, you know, Here's, here's the thing, Rose. I find myself, when I'm speaking in a masculine way, I almost am apo- have to apologize uh, or, or put a caveat in front of my words uh, so as not to shock, you know, almost have to, I, I almost feel like I have to apologize to be, for being a man. Oh, and, 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 that, and that's what you're doing, though, as a woman, is you're saying, don't apologize. Right. You know, be the, we're not talking about machismo. I mean, you're, you're talking about valiant men who will lay down their lives in servant leadership to others and to the Lord. We're talking with Rose Ray. She has, is the editor of this new men's magazine, Valiant. And what's your website real quick? Yep, be-valiant.net. Okay, this is Bear Wasnick with Deep Adventure Radio. We'll be right back. Deep Adventure Radio, where the surf is always up. A little over a year ago, we made a promise to provide global coverage of the news from a Catholic point of view. Since then, we've kept that promise. From our ever-growing presence at the White House and on Capitol Hill, to our daily reports at the Vatican, we continue to find stories of faith and hope and cover tragedy and human suffering with empathy and compassion. Tackling the topics others don't. Asking the questions other networks won't. We're with Pope Francis as he travels the world and every step of the way at home. We don't just broadcast the news five nights a week. We deliver the truth. EWTN News Nightly. Watch it every weeknight at 6 Eastern on EWTN. Or listen to an encore broadcast at 9 Eastern right here on EWTN Radio. EWTN News Nightly. Global coverage. Catholic Perspective. Matt Swaim here, inviting you to start your day a better way with the Sunrise Morning Show. Weekday mornings here on EWTN. It's a fast-paced program where we cover apologetics, scriptures, and the saint of the day, plus news, sports, entertainment, and family life, all from a Catholic perspective. So join us weekday mornings here on EWTN. The Sunrise Morning now back to paradise and deep adventure radio aloha and welcome back to deep adventure radio i'm your adventure guide bear wasnick and you may want to call all your families together because this may be the first time in maybe in history that two people born in north dakota are on an EWTN radio show at the same time. <laughs> we have the editor. Yes. yes, North Dakota. Shout out to North Dakota. <laughs> People don't believe that. I, you know, I'm a surfer. But I remember when I was a kid, my dad came to me, sat on my the bed in this upstairs room, and he goes, we're moving to California, and you're going to be a surfer. And that's all I had ever wanted to be anyway. And I get to get to the beach in California. I stand on the cliffs above Santa Cruz, and I go, 
that's all I want to do. And so my whole life has been basically, you know, that, that's a, a desire that got put in my heart and I've pursued that my whole life. And it's brought me into all kinds of vistas and adventures and, and directions that God has for me. And I think one of the things you're telling men to do is to, is to look inside. The Bible says, seek the Lord with all the, uh, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And it, ta- it says that he will give us new and right desires. And so we as men, we need to seek God. The Bible doesn't say that he's the rewarder of those who are open to being, uh, to being uh, led by him. It says he's the rewarder of those who diligently seek him, who get up early in the morning and, and spend their half hour to an hour of prayer uh, every day with him. You know, I, I challenge men to spend an hour every day uh, with God. And if you're not, you're a wimp. And if, if you're not, you're, you're losing out. On, on God's direction, on God's sense of peace, and on God's power in your life. And you're also wasting your time. When I do the Liturgy of the Hour for a whole hour every day, you know, I break it up into parts. The word liturgy means work of the people. And men love to work. We love to be productive. And you cannot be productive if you're not spending time with God. You're wasting your time. You're spinning your wheels. You're like a big black pickup truck with no weight in the back spinning your wheels on a gravel parking lot. You need to put the weightiness of God's will, God's purpose, God's word into your life. And that's what our guest Rose Ray is challenging men to uh, in her magazine, Valiant. Rose, welcome back to our show. Oh, that was beautiful. I'm inspired. I need to up my time. <laughs> hey, well, but tell us, uh, give, give a message to the women out there that are looking, that, that so many women don't really have a good sense of what a, a man even is anymore. Right, right. I know. I think uh, the reason that all these men not kind of, girls will complain a lot. Oh, he's not doing this or he's not doing that. And I get that. Men have to be responsible for their own actions or he's not going to propose to me. But what's that saying? If they get the milk for free, they're not going to buy the cow or however that goes. Unless we as women step up and call them to be more, if we set that bar high and say, you know, you're not going to win my affection. You're not going to win the approval of my family unless you truly seek God first and you seek to grow in a holy relationship with me, they're not going to do that. And my husband was a perfect example of that. He lived a very normal, worldly life. However, you know, you're accepted by doing kind of, you know, relationships, how things go. Uh, And then he met me and, you know, he knew from the first moment we met, which God had us sat next to each other on the airplane. So that in itself was definitely God ordained. But, um, you know, he knew right away I was super religious. And when I had met him there, he believed that there was a God and he was content with that. He didn't even think there was a hell and he, you know, life was good. And I remember just thinking that, how can you not want to know more, not want to go further? And I made it clear. I was like, I'm not even going to let you take me on a date, et cetera. Like, this is what I'm looking for. And unless you reach out or strive for more, I'm not interested. And to see him take leaps and bounds, you know, just, uh, to, I set a bar, you know, because I knew very well what I wanted a holy man and a future spouse. And he not only met the bar bear, he jumped over every single time. And there was a lot of prayer that led the relationship, etc. So I would just say to the women out there, if you're not satisfied, if you're wondering, you know, you've got to take it to prayer and God will show you. And if he's not striving for those holy I- ideals first, it's not the right one. And, and people are scared. Well, if I break up with him now, he'll never come back. And that's, that's not it. I heard on EWTN radio, one of the priests was saying that the opposite of love is possession. You know, we're so scared to let go because what if they don't come back? Where if you truly love someone, if you truly love God, put him first, you've got to let go. 
And if they come back, that's love. I love I love the, the the way you phrased that that he needed to make a leap and he and he made a leap by you said leaps and bounds uh, in the direction of the Lord and the, in the direction of you and you know I remember when I got my first degree black belt um a ninja black belt by the way kind of a really cool one um the, our theme was lead me to the rock too high to climb and I will climb it and the other theme that I had was by thee I can leap a wall by thee I can crush a troop by thee I can bend a bow of bronze. And so right Ooh, off the bat in this relationship, powerful. yeah, right <laughs> off the bat with this relationship with this man, you challenged him to leap a wall and men want to rise to that occasion. I mean, women out there, listen to what Rose saying, listen to what we're saying, set the bar higher and a good man will rise. A good man will make that leap. A good man will, a good man wants that challenge. Set the bar a little bit higher and don't settle. I know my mother she used to say to me, second best is the enemy of best. Ooh, don't, good. Yeah, don't so settle. True. And, you know, the only thing that you can really desire with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind is something or someone that's infinite. And so let your, let your desire be for the Lord. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added unto you. But Jesus said the words, unless you hate father, mother, sister, brother. Remember when he said that? This kind yeah. of wimpy Jesus. Remember when he said that? Remember when yep. he said, I haven't, don't think that I've come to bring peace. I've come to set a fire. Remember when he said that? I've come to bring division. So in your own heart, you need there to be a division. You need to have an, a, a detachment from everything that you cling to other than God. And when you put God first, he sets everything else in your life in order. And in that most important thing of all is the person that you are, are maybe considering having a relationship with. It's so important. So it breaks my heart to see these people settle, guys and girls, because they're scared of the unknown. And, and what we've been talking about this whole show is you cannot be scared. You have to trust that the creator who designed you wants to give you the desires of your heart and more. You just have to trust him. So we're, we're challenging uh, people out there right now. If you, you, know, relate, you know, God makes us to be people of relationships. So if you're thinking about entering into a relationship or if you're in one, say the rosary for that person. Say, the ro- say a decade of the rosary uh, you know, through the day for that person. Um, and there, you, know, you may be in a relationship that's just a huge tangle. And you can't make right or wrong of it because you've entered into sexual intimacy before you should have. And now you don't think this is the person for you. And there's just all kinds of problems. And you're living together. And how can I afford to move out? And, and, and this person's being abusive. And all this kind of stuff where you haven't had things in the right order. I would challenge you to look up on the Internet, Mary uh, on Tire of Knots, and pray uh, that novena of the rosary and just get out of the way and watch things begin to happen. Rose Ray, the editor of Valiant Magazine, um, you know, we've come to an end of our time with you. Tell us where they can uh, buy uh, this magazine. Absolutely. So they can get it on our website, be-valiant.net. And other, you know, they can check with their church. A lot of churches order as well as the Catholic companies. There's a bunch of places that they can find it. But last thing I'll just say is there's something in here for every single man. And for the women, it can excite them because they can see the type of man that they deserve. Hey, listen, buy, get this magazine and just kind of put it on your, on, on your son's uh, desk or on your husband's, uh, you know, um, on the coffee table and put his beer on top of it 
and see if he gets into this magazine. It's awesome. Rose Ray, we, we love you. We've got to have your husband on the show if we can get clearance. And, uh, Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to the next time we get to talk. This is Bear Wozniak with Deep Adventure Radio. We'll be right back. Deep Adventure Radio, going deeper into the heart of God. Surf's Up, real and radical ways to live your faith. This is Daniel the Boone Markham with this episode of Man Up. Grit. Grit, that is true grit, is one of my favorite terms and characteristics for being a real man. It's a word I use a fair amount in my forthcoming post-Civil War Western novels, Revenge and Redemption and Territories. Whether you got calluses or not does not determine a man of true grit. You can be a preacher or an office manager and have true grit. True grit comes from gritting your teeth in the face of opposition or tough conditions and then putting your gitter into action. A man with true grit has determination, resoluteness, and stout-heartedness. Jesus walked willingly to the cross of crucifixion, all the while sweating drops of blood and fighting depression, but he got her done. That's what counts. Dr. Luke in his gospel wrote that Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. Jesus was determined to realize his destiny through the cross. Dang, that is true grit. The Apostle Paul had one tough haul in bringing the gospel to the Roman Empire, writing, We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. He had that keeping on, keeping on, stout-heartedness. So how's it done? Man's got to know what's worth standing for and then standing for it no matter what the opposition, mistakes, setbacks, or number of battles lost in the war. It ain't over till it's over. You'll be no less of a man when needing courage and strength if you call out to the Lord for his courage and his faith and his power. Jesus did. Paul did. I do. True grit. If you haven't got it, you better get it or you'll never have it. Just do it. Get it. Got it. Good. This is Daniel Boone Markham at DanielTheBooneMarkham.com. Surf's up. Go deep or go home. Deep Adventure Radio, the bold standard in radio. Aloha and welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. I'm your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak, and we want to thank our guest, Rose Ray, for being with us. Uh, her husband uh, is definitely a man of valor. He's a man, of, a valiant man, and her, mag- her, her magazine, Valiant, was inspired by him, and by the Lord, and by the other uh, sold out um, men that are sold out for Jesus. We want to invite you, go to our website, deepadventure.com. Our web store is getting more and more uh, gear on there. We have, we have books, we have, uh, we have uh, audio, we have video, we have uh, t-shirts, we have uh, baseball caps. We've got all kinds of stuff now for, our, uh, for the, the renegades who love to, to watch our show and listen to our show. And so we'd love for you to go there. And also you can go there and subscribe to our newsletter. We send that newsletter out, letter out regularly, and you can uh, share some of the things that we post there with your friends. It's a great evangelistic tool. So we'd invite you to go to our website, deepadventure.com. You can buy my book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul, which was uh, published by Hachette. It's a, it, was a, it was a bestseller. And my new book coming out from Franciscan Media, Servant Books, uh, called Deep Adventure, The Way of Heroic Virtue. You can, you can um, click there and pre-order it. It'll be out uh, in just a month or so. So we're getting excited about 
that release too. Uh, this is Bear Wozniak. I am your adventure guide for Deep Adventure Radio. May the breath of the Holy Spirit aloha you. Aloha. This is Deep Adventure Radio. Hear archived shows, buy Bear's book, Deep in the Wave, a surfing guide to the soul, and sign up for our Wave of the Week email at deepadventure.com. For the latest news on Bear and Deep Adventure, visit us on Facebook and share Deep Adventure with your friends. The most radical thing you can do in life is abandon yourself to the wild adventure of God's will. Deep Adventure Radio.